everybody, it's Where in the World is Nico, episode three. I'm Andy, we got, of course, Nico and Tom. Gentlemen, how are you on this fine evening slash morning? Great. Pretty good for the fact that I just woke up about 30 minutes ago. Good morning. 30 from minutes Hong ago? Kong. Yeah. <laughs> good morning from Hong Kong, by the way. <laughs> I was about to say, so Nico, where in the world are you? I am in Hong Kong, SAR. SAR stands for Special Administrative, Re Administrative Region because they are trying to not be part of China anymore. <laughs> so they want to be their own little thing. But technically, Hong Kong is part of China. But that is where I am. Nice. Well, uh, I know you haven't... Re I don't think you've released your vlog episode with the questions yet. You haven't, right? That's correct? I have not. Okay. So I just wanted to make sure... I, I did check before this, but I was like, you know, I'm going to ask just not so I don't sound like a complete ass. But uh, real quick, we uh, do apologize about the audio last week. Oh, uh, God. We are, a, <laughs> we are learning in progress. Yeah. I want to publicly apologize for that god-awful audio uh, uh, <laughs> Oh, are you right, Tom? As yeah, Tom chokes. <laughs> if you had to listen to that and it hurt your ears, please send all the hate mail to the White House. Thanks. So we're still working on getting Nico some better mics, so we're, uh, we're he's going to probably sound a little bit off today. We're unfortunately uh, tried a couple different things and had some crazy echoing today, so it will be a continued work in progress, but I think it sounds, it definitely sounds better than last week, but we'll still continue to work on it. But we don't want to waste any more time on that, so since basically you asked for a bunch of questions for your trip, and kind of what I decided to do, because uh, I guess I'm just like that, I decided to take a couple of your questions that you won't have time to answer, and we are going to ask them to you. So, Because um, we're awesome, I have no idea who asked any of these questions except the first one, because it was me, and we're just going to go from there. So I will start us off with question number one. So, Nico, you are a traveling wanderer, as I would say it. You have yes. now been traveling for 60-ish days. Yep. My cousin, who just graduated high school, shout out to Kylie, is going to hopefully do the same thing soon. Oh, I have a graduation present I need to buy her. I have looked for all sorts of things, and I don't like any of them. So I need a reasonably priced graduation gift that she could potentially use for her wandering adventure similar to yours. So, I'm lazy, and I'm going to make you decide what that is for me. Go. Alright, so the number one thing that you will always have on you is your phone. You can bring everything in the world with you, but you will always have your phone, and keeping your phone protected is number one. So what I suggest is getting a waterproof case or some kind of shockproof case or a combination of both for your cousin, because you... The phone is like can be a lifesaver. You use it as a map. You use it as a phone. Uh, phone if you need to call someone. You use it to stay in touch with family. You can even use it as translation services because with Google Translate. So, keeping your phone protected and free from water damage will be very important. That is a reasonably priced gift that I think I can afford. Nick, so Tom, ask away for question number two. All right. So uh, so far you you've eaten quite a few meals and probably had quite a few beers, what would you say is the best uh, meal and beer you've had? Wow. 
That's always a tough one. I, I did think about this question beforehand, and I think the best meal is just that it was memorable. Um, was the time I was in Cambodia. I was in Siem Reap, Cambodia, and I went into this. I was just wandering around looking for food, and I wandered into a place called Bugs Cafe. And it's not like a cheeky name on anything. It literally was a cafe that served bugs. It was run by this French guy, mm. and I had, I think, some ants, silkworms, and crickets, and it was just phenomenal. I, I just couldn't imagine those bugs tasting so good. So that was the best meal I've eaten, although I recently had one that rivaled that last night uh, here in Hong Kong. I went to a place called Spring Deer, which is a very popular uh, restaurant that serves Peking duck. <clears throat> and wow, it was phenomenal. So I think those two were probably my most memorable, the best meals I've eaten. Now, beer is an interesting uh, other discussion because normally I drink craft beer. I love craft beer. Yeah, I kind of miss that a lot since leaving the U.S. So a lot of the beer here is just, you know, the equivalent of, you know, Bud Light, but a little better. <laughs> so it's like, ah, cringe a little when you drink it. Um, so, and, and so yeah. is this is that like mass-produced, or is it more... Oh, yeah, um, oh, yeah it's mass-produced. I mean, in, in uh, where was I last? I was in Indonesia, like Bali, Indonesia last, and the most common beer there is called Bintang. It, it I mean, if you... If you have any stock or you like beer and you have it, you're like, what is this holy piss water? But the thing with beers on this side is cheap and it's hot, and somehow that combination makes it a lot more palatable. So what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to skirt around the question because I don't really, I don't I don't want to give an answer. It's just so you don't awesome. like Bud Light piss water. You like the next step up from piss next water, which I don't up. quite I mean, know what that would be. I, I honestly, it all tastes the same. Like it's just you just need something to beat the heat. And God, when it's cheap, when it's about fifty cents to one dollar American, you'll take it. <laughs> You're not no complaints. All right, then. Uh, we'll... You have question number three. Yeah, yeah, we're moving on to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just making sure you were done with your uh, <laughs> good beer. So, uh, next question is, uh, what's been the biggest culture shock for you so far? Biggest culture shock. Uh, it was. This is an interesting one as well. I forgot. Who, I think this was Tiffany, my friend Tiffany, back in Austin, who asked this. So, shout out Tiffany. This is a great question. It's. I mean, you travel to figure out culture shocks and. The biggest one I've experienced so far was all the travelers that I've met are from first world countries. I, you know, I was expecting to meet hmm. travelers from around the world. Like, you know, I was expecting to find a traveler from like Hong Kong or something like that. But most of the long-term travelers I've run across are mostly from the UK. So shout out to everyone from the UK. Um, a lot of Canadians. Shout out to the Canadians. They love to travel. Uh, but it, I have not been able to find like a, like a long-term traveler from, say, Malaysia or something. I mean, I, actually, I, I, I say that, and I remember I did run across someone. Uh, but yeah, it's. I guess I mean the way I interpreted that, like long-term travel, it's definitely a, like a financial thing. If you live in countries other than first world. Other than the first world, you know, your, your spending power is probably a lot less, and it does take a considerable amount of resources to go on a, a trip like this. So uh, that was something that 
hit me very early on because the first set of people that I met in Vietnam, my country number one, were Swedish, British, and Canadians. Mm. And I was just wondering, like, oh, where are you know the other Filipino travelers, or where are the other Indian travelers? No, there's. I do I do run across people from those nationalities that are like on holiday, especially when I was in Bali. Bali is a very you know popular holiday destination. So that's the other thing I had to like switch our mind to. There, tra- I was meeting travelers and holiday people on holiday. So here's a funny story: I was eating in a really nice restaurant in Bali, and I sat next to this couple. Uh, you know, from the way they spoke English, I was very confident they were from the U.S. So we turned around and talked to them, and they actually were from Seattle, Washington, and they work for Amazon. Like, wow! So it was a small world, but again, that couple was on holiday. So I was like, oh, okay. So, so when I take a step back and think about all the people I've met who are traveling long term, yeah, that was the biggest culture shock that I've experienced like so far, and. So I, I, I wonder if it's going to be like this for the rest of the journey. Uh, but because since I'm only in Southeast Asia, maybe that's just a Southeast Asian thing. If I can find other travelers in the other regions I'm going to, I'm curious to find that out. So that's something I'll be keeping an eye on for the rest of the time. So, so uh, last, last, last question. Last question. Whoa, 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 we're echoing. Crazy. crazy. What happened? What happened? Okay, we'll speak really softly. And then we'll have Nico wrap it up. So, Nico, you said you, uh, to me, you sent a message and said you uh, went on a quadcopter flight and it was amazing. Give me a brief synopsis of that because it's something I really enjoyed. I want to hear about it real quick. Wait, quadcopter flight? I never said I went on one. You said you had you, you wanted a phantom or something like that. I got a message. Oh, from yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was just, oh, I said a funny story. I was sitting... At this beach. Oh. <laughs> Nika's cake's done. <laughs> That's a wreck. That's a wreck. <laughs> like, oh, his mom gonna blow off. What is happening? Um, uh, that just means it's ten minutes, guys. Right? Come on. Uh, so yeah, okay. The Phantom story. So the, take a step back. I basically messaged Andy. I was like, Andy, I want a Phantom. So if you don't know what a Phantom is, it's a drone. Um, one of those buzzing things that go, and I was at a beach club uh, just hanging out for the day with some people that I met, and this one guy decided to fly a phantom above us, just freaking everyone out, like, what is this thing flying above us? And he had to basically go to everyone and say, hey, like, I'm just trying to record some cool video of the sunset, and, you know, video of it coming back into the, I just wanted to make really cool vacation videos that people get jealous of. And, you know, I thought about it as like, you know what, me too. <laughs> that's, my quad, that's my quadcopter story. So look out. I don't know. What, I, I plan to get one when I'm in the U.S. So not now. It's going to be hard to travel with. So who knows? There might be a vlog in the future with drone footage. And this is where it came from. Ta-da. I like that. Well, uh, I think we're going to have to sign off now because we have some sweet echoing issue going on, at least on my end. So hopefully it's not going to rest. But, guys, it's been great. Uh, anything else you want to say to the crowd? See you guys in Thailand. That's my next stop. I leave later today, so hopefully lots of Pad Thai. So we will probably have to record either something sooner or later because I will be out of the country here soon. Oh! oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
So we'll talk about that later. So uh, we're not sure when the next one will be, but it'll be in a month-ish, maybe a little bit longer. And we'll go from there. So otherwise, signing off for Nico and Tom, this is Andy. We'll catch you next time.